Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whenever it is. Um, today we thought we'd talk about how business is going to move forward in this changing world. We've had in the UK, we've had a lot of businesses locked down for an extensive period of time recently. Some have been locked down and then opened up and then had to close again and opened up. Some businesses have closed and will never open their doors again. And others have thrived and grown. But particularly we were thinking about the hospitality in, uh, industry and with things like pub sheds and people being used to entertaining themselves at home now, is it ever going to go back to the way it was? So I was thinking about this the other day and driving through the little villages as we did before lockdown, there were already lots of these um, independent pubs closing down, weren't there? And it was really quite sad to see. Um, now, as you say, with people having got used to entertaining outdoors in the gardens and re that's really ramping up again now anyway isn't it um you then look at the rates that like hotels are charging for people with the excuse that they're trying to make some of their money back oh that really annoys me i'm sorry that's that will really get me on my soapbox so we'll perhaps need to skim over that bit we'll possibly come back to that a bit later claire and i maybe talk about that then. um <clears throat> but no i, I don't know there's, there's too many i think that have gone way beyond that point um and i think the hospitality industry is going to struggle big time you look at all the weddings that were off and then on and then off again um you know and, and it's nice to start to, to see people starting to get back out again but I don't know I suppose it doesn't help that I've not actually been out or been near a pub or been near anywhere for such a long time <laughs> couldn't actually tell you how it feels to go out now I think uh, I think as well as the businesses that have had to show that might have been struggling before lockdown with a, a trend in society and how it works and what we want to do I think some of the things and the measures that have been brought in as businesses have gradually opened, such as table service and you can sit in, you go sit in a, a bar or somewhere and you've got an app and somebody brings a drink to you. I think customers are going to want things like that to stay. And it's it where doesn't the, sound like they're going to, does it? I, I don't know, but I, I think some of the measures that were brought in are, are very, very appropriate for today's kind of on-demand society yeah we're, i agree we're like I... delivery shopping and you can get something here next day and you don't have to go and fetch it and i think whilst that's good in one sense the effect it's had on the high street i've not been to sheffield city center myself but i've seen lots of posts on social media where people have been in and for example debenham's the big department store's gone the john lewis has gone um, in fact, it was a, a positive post. Atkinson's department store that's in Sheffield Centre on the Moor were doing a promotion that said that they're going to open pop-up shops for local makers. Because So they're trying to encourage some local smaller businesses to go into the only department store left in Sheffield City Centre. So I think the... I know City Centres go through cycles of 
a different remit like we want to be shopping or we want to be living and entertainment or what they're, they're all about but I think the delivery society which I'm guilty of I don't go shopping yet I order it online it comes to me um I'm one of those we've people. always done that Claire I'm, pro- I'm probably one of those people that's not helping the city centre high street but lots, lots of empty shops and things where where businesses may have been struggling before the lockdown that this has been the straw that broke camel's back so to speak i think i have to think with shops i mean some have gone and and you know a lot of the next stores are closing down as well and i think with shops if people enjoy going shopping they will go back out and go shopping mm-hmm. I don't think that will be as hard hit in six months' time, for example, as the hospitality industry could be hit forever. Yeah. Now, I think I think pubs and restaurants, people are desperate to go out for meals. Yeah. And people will always want to go out for meals. So for me, the, the, the places, the hospitality industry with food, I think will do quite well, in, probably immediately. On and going forward and I think city centre pubs and nightclubs because of the age group they attract will probably get back to something like but I think a lot of the small local pubs like you were saying Joe mm. could be really hard hit because you see the number of people who've built a pub shed or a bar in the garden room or whatever it is They've invested sometimes tens of thousands of pounds. Yes. Yeah. They're not just going to leave them sat there now to go dusty. No. And you don't have to worry about getting a designated driver. You don't have to worry about taxis. And people are used to just staying in now, aren't they? I mean, having food, yeah, that's slightly different because people have got fed up of cooking for themselves and running out of things. And But... You know, I'm seeing people now with those, you know, the pods, the, the see-through pods, like a big bubble. Um, and people are buying those as an investment for the gardens now. And it's they're brilliant. Of course, you can go out there when it's raining, when it's sunny. And I, I, it wouldn't bother me at all. It might be nice just to go out and have a quick drink somewhere, yes. And, you know, if you're on a day out, which most people will be staying in this country for quite some time. Yes, traveling around and you just stop off for your lunch somewhere, you stop off for an afternoon tea somewhere or something like that. Absolutely great. I don't think it would bother me. That's really selfish, I know it is. Yeah, I mean, we, we our local pub, we're very, very lucky, is a restaurant till about 9.30 and then it turns into a bar. Yeah, and it's but it's very underutilized. Mm-hmm. So we go down there on a Saturday night for about half nine, get a table very easily, and and sit and sort of have date night almost, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I saw quite a number of posts, Claire, as things were opening up. You know, you were saying about table service and things like that. I saw a number of posts on social media from pubs saying we will only be providing table service if we have the staff. If our bar staff are busy with people at the bar, you will not get table service. Mm. And I, I agree with you. I think that's a little bit short-sighted. 
It's short-sighted in a way, but I also saw posts of pubs that were struggling to get staff. Yeah. Really? They really are struggling to get staff. Normally, you get all your, your like students who are coming back from university and they're great summer staff, aren't they? Great for the, you know, you mm. do your bar meals outside and what have you. Absolutely ace. But they're actually putting it out there to say they've had one bar. I can't remember where it was. Was it Norfolk, Norwich, somewhere? They hadn't had a single applicant. Not yeah, I, was, uh, I, I was having a conversation last week with a, a few business people and um, they'd been, uh, I think, down to um, Newquay, down Cornwall area, which is a very popular UK destination anyway, but even more so because mm. travel's difficult. And they were saying that uh, a lot of the bars, they can't get staff because they usually have migrant workers or uh, summer yeah. workers. A lot of the Europeans come over, the students from Europe come to, to the UK to experience the UK to work. So yeah. that's affecting... Um, the labour markets that we get for seasonal fruit veg pickers. Yeah. So bars in the summer when bars and things are more busy because people are going on holidays. People are always holiding in the UK. It's just yeah. a, lot, a lot more difficult and a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go somewhere, it's, it's upwards of 1,500 quid for a week somewhere in a lot of places in the UK. Even in caravans. <laughs> oh, my God. I know the nice caravans. But £1,500 for a week in a bloody caravan? Yeah. That's ridiculous. But there's, there's people that are that desperate to get a holiday, they'll pay it. So while other people are paying it, they'll charge it. But, yeah, I think the, the, the COVID situation that we've had with travel restrictions, as well as possibly Brexit, people oh, allow, allowing to move between Europe and whatever, and that may might not be as smooth as it was before that's also having an impact on the on the staffing um but do you know something that's good that might come out of that Claire and I'd never thought about this till you said that about migrant workers and things we are the only country where being in hospitality is not a career yes. that people want in most countries even working as a chambermaid or a concierge or a receptionist in a hotel is seen as a really good career, a mm. profession that you can work your way up in. And this is one of the only countries in the world that see it as a lower level job that people don't really want. Maybe our hospitality um, industry from the hotel side will get a boost from a professional, in a professional way, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, um, I keep coming back to the fact you're talking about putting up prices and that just really winds me up. Trust me. Yeah, I think we've, at the end of the day, we've all suffered in different ways. We've said before, thankfully, we, because of our industry and because of the way that we work, we've, we've worked right through, but personally speaking things have slowed down the the wheels have turned but they've turned slower that's that's i'm very grateful for that position because a lot of businesses have had to shut they've not been allowed to trade or they've had to significantly make investment to trade in a different way whereas we haven't um i think that 
every business does there's been quite a big progression in the last 16 17 months where we've been forced to make change a lot of positive changes have come in as well as things that we've had to put up with the way that they've had to work for the time being such do as, you think a lot of businesses will go digital claire will have it begin to go more digital and automated i th i think that i think they will i think the the um, the digital revolution if you like was expanding and it was going and progressing at a rate of knots anyway i think it's been shifted forward five maybe ten years even the amount of businesses that have gone digital and i'm talking about the slow moving industries like healthcare doctors and hospitals and things i haven't had an in-person hospital appointment for two years nearly you but, see all mine have been in person it's but bizarre ask, but before when i'd asked is that possible they were like no we don't do it like that yeah. so i think a positive change like the way that like my gps that it's all a phone appointment first and then you, yes you can get to see one if you really need to but they're getting to see more patients they're touching yeah. base with more patients because it's a phone call rather yeah. than going sitting in the waiting room and and things like that so i think the the changes and the revolution that's come into certain sectors is brilliant because we live in a digital world and for certain ages though because mum's been absolutely fine she's got an android phone she can take photos she had a problem with her leg and so she went online and she could send the picture to to be triaged my dad on the other hand could not do that and he desperately needed to see a gp weeks and weeks and weeks it went by with this particular um issue that he'd got and it just didn't suit him and there will be people that it will and there will be people that it won't but i think I totally agree. The way that they've moved forward, and it's the same with, um, you know, like the big corporates. Initially, it was like, no, we're definitely not. No, you can't even work from home if you've been to the doctors in the afternoon and you just need an hour. You've got to come back to the office. Cannot work from home. And all of a sudden, and I know we've talked about this before, all of a sudden, it's been proven that, yes, you can. And in many cases, you're actually more efficient and more effective. I think it depends on the person, doesn't it, with that? Because some people really can't work from home. Yeah, I um, think people have got but, more used to it. It's changing positively, though. Yeah, I, I just wonder if, I mean, you know, you'd think businesses that have a physical space, so shops, mm -hmm. you know, we still need shops. Yes. People still want to go and shop. Yeah. But I really, really hope that, particularly little independent shops have thought to get a digital presence as well mm -hmm. you know whether that be on etsy or amazon or other platforms are available um any of them or their own website mm -hmm. i just hope that they've had the forethought to go yeah okay let's do this let's have two strands to the business yeah yeah, I think it's that's, not easy that's, to balance two strands, is it? We know that. No, it's no, not. No, but like you say, I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think no matter what industry or what sector, the, the way that you have to offer your services and solutions or yeah. the way that the customers demand, you have yeah. to offer both. Because there's going to be people that want online deliveries and don't want to go physically shopping. or And there's going to be people that do want it or that aren't able to get that technology grasp of all different ages, not just the older generation. So I think 
the, the, the shifts come forward, but the expectation is that we have both options. Yeah. Depending on what, like I prefer to do my grocery shopping myself in person. I don't like, I don't like online ordering for grocery shopping because you get crap dates, they replace things and you can't pick what you want. But all other shopping, I prefer to do it online because if it's clothes and it don't fit, you send it back. But you've always been like that. I'm I've sure. always been like that. But uh, so like in that, that as an example there of the way that I do both options. I've got to say, I didn't, I've always done online shopping and I used to do my grocery shopping exclusively online um, when I was in employment because I didn't have time to go to the supermarket. Now we do the grocery shopping and the food shopping in person. I do everything else online. But I have to say one thing that the pandemic has done is made me join Amazon Prime so I can get it next day. <laughs> <laughs> I never paid my $7.99 up to the pandemic. <laughs> it's definitely worth it though, isn't it? And I know, again, oh, God, yeah. online... Things. Well, it prime, prime now. You can get it in two hours. It's yes. ridiculous, isn't it? It, it is that, ridiculous. That, that I find, yeah, it's great. I've used it before. I usually use it when I think, oh, my, like uh, I needed an extension reel. It's like, oh, I ain't got time to go and get one. Prime, get one, two hours done. Mm. But yeah. How spoiled are we that we can get something almost instantly? Yeah. Where, yeah and that's, not, uh, that's not, where not a lot... Digital TV or doing something like that. <clears throat> that's where a lot of small independents are going to find it difficult to compete yeah. because of service levels. But have you seen collaborations that have come up, come away? Like you've got you've got Deliveroo, and that's for one I can think of. But how they've partnered with McDonald's to offer a delivery service, yeah. And how but, it, was, it was sometime before the the pandemic hit that mm. Argos had gone into Sainsbury's stores as a as a concession yeah. part thing. Yeah. I think. For retail, especially smaller retails like the Atkinsons offer for makers, if you can partner with another retailer where it's complementary, or you can add another element or another angle to your business for or even cost, even do what um, Morrison's have done through Amazon, yeah, and use taxi drivers yeah. for deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got a local business, why not? have a delivery charge and use a taxi driver who is desperate for work because a lot of people still don't want to use taxis yeah. and, and help boost your local economy that way. I think that's a fantastic idea. I, think, yeah, I, got, I got slated on social media for ordering from Morrison's because I needed something urgently. And I can't remember, it was, it was way when we were all in very, very lockdown, lockdown. Um, and I think I think our local shop hadn't got something that we really urgently needed. So I did a Morrison's order through Amazon. And I was quite happy to do that because it came in two hours and it was giving a, a taxi driver a job. Yeah. And I got slated on social media for using Amazon and Morrison's. Why right. wasn't I using local independent shops? I'm like, no, I'm not using a local independent shop, but I'm using a local taxi driver. Mm -hmm. But to be fair... Who does the grocery shopping? I mean, like a few days or a week's worth of shopping at their local independent shop. I live above a co-op. I might go down if I've run out of milk or if I think, oh, I want to make that tonight. And I've got Thai curry paste, for example. Well, I'll go downstairs if you've got it. Or I've run out of eggs and I can't be bothered to go and drive. But you pay more for it. So I'm quite happy to go in and use them once a week. And I might spend five or six quid once a week. 
I think there's, there's, a, there's a local butcher just up the road that I want to go and use because there's some stuff I want to do with the food plan that I'm following. So I'm already thinking about using that local butcher instead of the supermarket. Well, there's a difference between a co-op and a truly local independent shop. So when I, I lived up in Crooks in Sheffield, we literally had a, a fruit shop, a, a fruit and veg shop at the bottom of the street. We had butchers. We had all those shops which were truly independent. Yes, we've got a co-op and we've got a Sainsbury's and I use them for things, but anything I could get in the actual independent shops, the delis or whatever, I did. Because I just think, and, and it was, I mean, it was a two, three minute walk to the shop for me. So why wouldn't you, do you know what I mean? So I think there are people, if you've got good local shops on your doorstep, people will use them. And just sure. time, like you said earlier, it's having the time to do things because when you're busy working and running a home, like lots of people are, or running a business, running a home, whatever, and you might have got kids, you might have got pets, things like that, time is very short. It's well, what, they, about... what they did up there was they stayed open late. Every night they were open till sort of half six, seven, all the shops. So there's another... they knew that people were coming back from work. There's yeah. another way that businesses can adapt is change their opening hours exactly where yeah. their customs going to be rather than yeah. opening for times where yeah you're limiting your audience do you know there was a coffee shop and it was on a main route for people to walk into sheffield city center and they didn't open till 10 30 and if they'd have opened and i'm not kidding hundreds and hundreds of people walk past that place every day walking into the city center hundreds if they'd have opened at 7 30 they would have made more than they made for the rest of the day in two hours i just didn't understand it and then you go and get a costa opening up don't you on yeah. That corner. yeah 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 so ladies to summarize i personally hope that things will go back as businesses and I hope business will try and adapt, but I do fear for some pubs. I've got to be honest. I really do fear for some local pubs. Mm. I, th I think that, that we're, I'm fed up with these words, but the new normal, we're, we're going to get some sort of normality. We're going to end up keeping some of the things that we've had to change that are probably changes that would have come anyway. They've just come sooner. Yeah. I think the, the pub industry was probably in decline anyway, and it has been since smoking was banned inside and a lot of the factories and shop and industries like that have changed and moved. But it might have been the thing that's pushed a lot of them over edge, the edge, which is a real shame because a, a small little local pub, especially personally when I go somewhere or I'm on holiday, I like to go in places like that. I'm not a regular pub goer. I think a lot of businesses like um, healthcare doctors, changes they've had to make are probably more beneficial to a wider market they've brought mm -hmm. them into a more modern way of doing things yeah. i think if businesses can collaborate like the concessions in other shops that's so important take advantage of the offer that atkinson's have made in sheffield and i hope other places replicate that i think um i've always said it throughout the thing if we all work together we all have to make some compromise we all have to do things differently if we all do it in a positive light and like you say you order online and you, a taxi driver delivers your food that's probably the most way i would spend money with a taxi these days because i don't use them personally 
that's an industry that's declined and there's a lot of people out there that are doing taxiing. So I think try as much as you can, try and shop locally, make sure your community is, is supported as much as you can because when it's gone, you will notice it's gone. You might not use it now and you just take it for granted that it's there. Um, so if you liked what we said, if you've got an opinion, if you've got something you want to say, please make a comment on the Facebook page. Please subscribe. We'd love some more listeners to our podcast. Uh, we're told that we're like loose women and we, we, we usually help one or two people every week when we talk about these subjects. It might be hitting a spot that you're struggling with or you've got an opinion on. So we'd, we'd like to know. We, we're all about interaction. So please drop us a line, comment and share. And on that note, ladies and gents, it's time for a brew. Tati, bye. Bye.